Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday, which is when I am going live recording this. This is also going to uh, serve as an episode of Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I wanted to jump in and you know, just share inside of our group and also on the podcast. And this is something I've been talking about in my private group with my my clients as well. This last week is for me, Thanksgiving kind of snuck up on me. So it's next week. And, you know, I I was going to talk about stress and kind of family dynamics, but I thought this might be a little more valuable, which is to talk about our, you know, relationship to food around the holidays and really making a plan. Because when we fail to plan, we essentially plan to fail. And I've got a group of women that have been working really hard through my non-gimmick, what would I call non-gimmicky weight loss program. And so, you know, part of that is they're in a place where their diet looks really differently from what it probably used to. And, you know, they're losing weight and they're having success and they're feeling great. One, One woman shared today, she's down, you know, 24 pounds in about nine weeks, which is awesome and amazing. And she's doing so great. And we've got this holiday coming up, right? Which throws at us, you know, stuff that maybe we don't have around all the time and maybe, you know, there's emotional connection to what we're eating and there's, you know, this time with family and with friends and with gathering and like all this, this great stuff going on. And it can also be a little daunting, I think for a lot of people, especially if you are trying to do something that is outside the norm of American society is, is what I'm speaking into. But even, I know we have listeners in, in Europe and around even in this, in this group where I'm going live as well. Um, you know, where there's like this, we can be the weird person, right? So <laughs> let's just put it that way. And I wanted to sh- start this off by sharing, you know, a story. I've, I've shared this before. It's been about a year since I've talked about it, but um, my own story around like the worst Thanksgiving that I ever had and <laughs> worse from the standpoint of like how badly I did my body in, in terms of what I ate and then what I did afterwards. And, you know, I've, sh- I've shared, I, I went to chiropractic school in the South. And so I was in Georgia. I got invited home by my roommate who was a, a Georgia girl. She was a Southern belle. And, you know, she just warned me before we go. She's like, yeah, Southerners like eat really differently from you. It's <laughs> like, I know I'm weird from everyone already. You know, I, by 20, I was off of dairy and gluten and kind of doing a lot of things that were really different anyways. But we do this thing. We, we had two dinners to go to and I felt like death, right? I, I ate all the things. It was impolite to not. And, you know, I, our plan, what we planned to do was, you know, to like do ourselves in and then the next day start marathon training. And so we had a 10 mile run scheduled. And after that, we were going to start a three day juice cleanse. And, you know, most of you are probably older than me, but you can listen to this. And like our thought process was like probably uh, the majority of, <laughs> of our culture and society, but it was so backwards. You know, I spent most of the night in the bathroom, not sure which end something was going to come out of because I'd eaten a bunch of stuff. I just 
wasn't used to, my body didn't like, not good for you, all that stuff. We, I was dehydrated, tired, like had a terrible headache. We went for our run. I felt like death the entire time, but we did it. And then we drove back to Atlanta from her home that was a couple hours away and got these gallon jugs of Arden's Garden, you know, juice that was going to be what we consumed for the next three days. And I, about 24 hours into that, was standing in my kitchen, just like shaking, like, oh my gosh, I need some food. So there's a lot to be learned here. And you know, my point in, in sharing that is not like, I mean, there's a lot backwards that we can dive into and talk about, but I just want you all to think about how we go about approaching holidays and gatherings. Like we attach so much stuff to food in our culture and society. And it, it doesn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but the, we use it as excuses to, you know, overeat or to eat stuff we don't normally eat. It's like in the U.S., Thanksgiving is like the laziest holiday in the world. Everyone plans to like wear their sweatpants and sit in the recliner and, you know, go in the turkey coma and all this stuff. And if that's you and you find joy in that, great. I'm not here to tell anyone to do anything differently. And we're going to talk about how to really approach this and plan this in a way where you feel empowered and not disempowered by what you're doing. Not like, you know, sitting on the, hugging the porcelain toilet all night while you're, you know, trying to get rid of all the stuff that you put into your body. And what I really want to share around this is, you know, how we go, like the first thing is you just have to decide what you're going to do. Like, are you going to make the choice and have it really truly be a choice to wear the sweatpants and, you know, be in the turkey coma and all that stuff? Are you going to choose to, you know, one of my clients this morning on our group call, she, she's kind of early in this process. And so she hasn't really taken stuff out of her diet yet. And she was like, you know, I'm really just gonna take on like not overeating. And I was like, great. Awesome. And I said, so how are you going to do that? And she was like, I haven't gotten that far. I haven't looked at that Dr. Alex. And I was like, well, let's talk about it. You know? And so then it's, you need to take the plan far enough to not just have an idea of what you're going to do, but no tangibly, like, here's how I'm going to do this. So, you know, some of her ideas were to use a smaller plate. That's a great way to make sure you don't overeat, not give herself, you know, seconds, just have one serving of each thing, like both great ideas. So those are the two things that she's going to take on. I have other clients that are further into the process and, you know, they're like, I don't really want to eat the stuff. So I'm just going to have turkey and vegetables. And I'm like, great. Like that works for you. And, and that's awesome. You know, my personal thing, I, like I said, by the time I actually took, cooked my own Thanksgiving dinner, which was when I was in my thirties, somehow I put it off that long, but <laughs> I had been gluten-free and dairy-free and, you know, mostly sugar-free for probably 12 years. And so I, it wasn't even an option to make some of the, you know, what we consider normal stuff for me, I was looking for alternatives and, you know, I made green bean casserole with cashew cheese and instead of like cream and all this stuff. Um, and so I did the whole dinner that way for others. Maybe you just pick one dish, like one thing that you can take with you if you're going somewhere or one thing that you feel really good about what's in it and that you eat. And, you know, you have that option, especially if you're new to, you know, maybe trying something new, like being gluten-free or dairy-free or, or those are kind of like bigger things that tend to come up. But, you know, my point is to have like something that you feel good about eating in a good way, not in the like, oh my gosh, this tastes so good. I want to eat the whole thing, but in the, you know, sense of it's clean and, you know, it's fueling your body in a good way. I'm kind of all over the place with this, but, but you get the idea. My, my point is, you know, there's no 
like magical formula. We want to be able to enjoy our holiday. Absolutely. There's a lot that's tied to the significance of time with family and the coming together and the, you know, being grateful and thankful and all that. And we attach a lot of that to food, but we also don't really have to, you know, you can certainly take the approach of, you know, having more emphasis and focus on those relationships and that time and, you know, being off and, of work and, you know, life and all that stuff and just being able to relax. Like, you know, maybe you, one of your, your plans or your goals is to like bring some new tradition or new family experience in that's not centered around food. Not, you know, one of my favorite things to do is, is a morning, um, ski, like as long as it's not cold enough, I'm a bit of a fair weather skier, but go cross country skiing, you know, while the turkey's in the oven or whatever and move my body in some way, because then I feel, you know, I'm much more relaxed and just like feel better about eating and and all that stuff, you know, through the day and having it be a little bit different schedule from what I do. The other is to not vary that at all. I had another client share that, you know, there's a dish she always makes because her grandmother made it and her mom made it. And, you know, looking down at, at just the how things are passed on. Right. But her kids actually hate it. And it's a bunch of stuff that she can't, you know, well, I can't, I won't say she can't, she can eat whatever she wants, but she's not eating right now in this process and commitment she's made to lose some weight. And so, you know, she was like, I'm just not making it this year because my kids hate it. And it's just my husband and I who eat it. So why not? And I love that, you know, we have the ability to either build on traditions that are passed down or to change them. Sometimes we just have to give ourselves permission to do that. And to, you know, have it be okay <laughs> and, and to move the needle. You know, there's so much, especially with diet and nutrition and what's in our food, especially in the U.S. I interviewed, um, this is going to be out kind of just before the New Year starts, but I, I had the second dude on the podcast. Um, we did our interview this week. It'll be out in a couple of weeks. But, you know, he's from Ireland and he lived in the U.S. for a year. And he and our talking, you know, just shared like the U.S. in general, we are much more screwed up in terms of what's allowed in our food. You know, the FDA regulations don't really do a lot to protect us. They're more protecting like companies that make a lot off of putting really crappy stuff in our food. That's just reality. And, you know, he's seen it from living here and living in Europe. I've, I lived in Europe for a period as well and can totally agree with that. And it's up to us to start pushing that needle and deciding what's okay and even moving beyond having such an attachment to you know food as a staple of a holiday i'm not saying don't enjoy yourself i'm not saying don't have the slice of pie i'm saying giving yourself some empowerment and freedom and maybe give your family the gift of focusing on the finer points that aren't all about the meal you know i think what the meal represents is like that coming together and doing something together and you know a celebration and sharing with each other and you know just being in that environment and I think we can also create it without food it just requires some creativity so I would love to hear any ideas any of you have on how to do that and and what like non-food things you really love like I love my husband hates board games but the rest of us really like them so you know I love having like family game nights and using like that time to come together in that way I you know, the act, sometimes the act of just like preparing something and, you know, having my son help or, or whatever it is. And like that's centered around food often, but it doesn't have to be. It could be decorating the house. It could be, you know, doing an activity together that's outside. There's so many different things that we can do that kind of brings that togetherness and celebration and gratitude in that doesn't necessarily have to do with food. Circling back to the food, though, here's kind of what I've been laying out for people in 
in thinking about this because I'm big on having freedom around food, not necessarily saying like freedom eating whatever the heck you want, though it can need that. You want to look at, you know, I, I heard someone say this once and I was like, that makes a lot of sense. You know, freedom means you can see the chocolate cake or let's go with pumpkin pie because we're going into Thanksgiving. You know, you can see the pumpkin pie and you can make the choice not to eat it. And it's not like you're, you know, having to use some sort of willpower to say no to the pumpkin pie or yes to the pumpkin pie. And you like, there's just a, a total freedom of choice, not based on justifications or, you know, like, oh, I'm going to work out a little extra for this. Like, none of that conversation comes in. It's just like, I choose this or I choose this. And that's like where it ends. So that's what true freedom is. Most of us don't live there. Let's just be honest. But in looking at how you're going to approach the holiday and what you want to do, I want you to come at it with the freedom of choice. And, you know, maybe you've got your whole meal planned and I'm too late sharing this with you. And that's fine. Like you can think about this for Christmas or Easter or next year or like whatever it is. But, you know, approaching it as like, I'm going to choose to eat everything and do what I always do. Or I'm going to choose to like, like I said, try one new thing or maybe make a dish I know I can eat or I, I feel really good about. Or maybe I take on a whole new recipe or change something about what's been passed on for generations and I know is super unhealthy. Or, you know, I choose the pie or not, or I choose the smaller plate or I choose the big plate. Like you, the point is we come at it with some freedom and we're really clear on the choice we're making and we're just centered in ourselves about it so that we're not running the guilt and the feeling like we have to go start marathon training the next day or do a juice cleanse or any of that crap that actually really is more stress on the body and just causes more problems rather than helping. But that's a different conversation. So that's number one. And the second thing is have a plan for what happens after. You know, I think so many of us use Thanksgiving as like the launch into, and we've had less of this since, you know, the whole pandemic experience. But I remember one year, my husband and I had like six holiday parties might have been seven. So there was like literally some one to two things every week where like food was different. And, you know, we were having to get dressed up and like go do all this stuff. And we have less of that now, but so many of us use like Thanksgiving is the launch into, I'm just going to, you know, everything, everything goes out the window for the next six weeks. And then I make a really terrible New Year's resolution. We're going to talk more about that in the next month. Um, and like push too hard and, and everything falls apart again. But we kind of use this window as like a free for all rather than having a plan for what happens in between, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, suddenly like all the sweets are there and yada, yada, yada. So, you know, the point is to have a plan. Like if your plan is going to be to let it all go during that time period, because you've been eating really well and doing really great all year, which I would encourage everyone to do. Awesome. Go for it. If that's not really what you want to do and you are wanting to lose weight or, you know, feel good about your body and, and, feel healthy and energetic and all this stuff. Like we probably not, aren't going to do that. Right. So, you know, you just need to decide, are you going to give yourself the weekend? Are you going to, you know, what's your plan going to be for after? It's essentially what I'm trying to say. And I would highly recommend that it does not involve a juice cleanse or <laughs> starting to train for a marathon or, you know, any other kind of crazy, really hard stuff. We get, we have to do things incrementally and in little bits so that they're sustainable and create actual change rather than, you know, just throwing your body from one extreme to the other which is what I did and was a hugely negative experience on multiple levels, including that my body didn't like it. Um, so I, I'd written some notes on this and just to reiterate, you know, we have step one is just making a plan. 
And I'm not here to tell you what your plan should be. You need to decide what works for you, for your family, for your goals, for, you know, whatever's influencing that part of your life, where you're going to be, all of that, like decide what's going to work for you. And we, we shared lots of examples of what that could be. The second thing, I can't remember anything these days. So is, you know, bringing some focus to the non-food aspects of the holiday that, you know, can also matter and can also have you really have an enjoyable time, like putting some emphasis on not food. We all need to do more with this, I, I would argue. Um, we just do. Let's just leave it at that. And then the third is to know, both know how you're going to do it. So like getting beyond, I'm just going to eat less, making it really specific, tangible, like a way that you know that you're going to succeed at that. And then kind of the part B of that, have a plan for how you're going to you know, come out of the holidays. That's what I guess I would say there. Hopefully this all makes sense. I know we've got a couple people who've been on live, so I'm going to just double check, see if we have any comments or anything. It doesn't look like it, but I would, you know, for those of you who are watching this in a live setting, um, I would love to hear like, you know, what are some of your ideas for non-food focused holiday activities? What, what is your plan? What's something new? Maybe you're going to try what, what, choices are you going to make? How are you going to be empowered in what you do with food around the holiday? And then, you know, just share in the comments or you can send me a message. And if you're listening on the podcast later, because I'm in holiday prep, we're kind of killing two birds with one stone here, but you know, send me an email or, or reach out all that stuff's in the show notes. So I, I would love to engage with people and just have more ideas. Like I'm really just trying to compile ideas for everybody. So just in kind of wrapping this up, like we had, I think four or five people well, like 10 total this week that I've talked to. And, you know, their plans range from anywhere from I'm really not going to alter what I'm doing. And I'm just going to focus on like my protein and my veggies and, and getting enough of that. We've got like, I'm going to come a little bit out and maybe have like a sliver of the pie, but, you know, mostly adhere to, to what I've been doing and, and feel good about it. And they all have a plan for what happens after. Right. And then we've got, you know, I'm just going to practice moderation. And like, that's, that's a good first step. And I'm going to pick a smaller plate and only, only take one serving of each thing. Um, and others are, you know, experimenting with, well, my dessert, cause I haven't really been having much of the sugar is like sweet potatoes with some cinnamon and some butter on it. Like sounds amazing to me. It's almost like pumpkin pie if you put the right spices on it. Right. So everyone's got like their own level of where they're at. And each of you is going to have their own level of where, where you're at. I, my point with this is more, you know, we do so much on autopilot and following the crowd and just, you know, doing what everybody else does or failing to plan really. And so, you know, I just encourage you to think about you, your family dynamics, your, you know, holiday life, the things you love about it, the things you maybe don't love about it and, and come up with a plan that's going to really have you have an enjoyable beginning to the holiday season here in the U S and, you know, and plan for what happens in between. And I'm going to help with that um, in terms of what we're going to launch in December inside of the the Facebook group that I run the the big one. Um, so look for that because that will be coming out kind of next week as we get into the holidays so you can start prepping for it. So I hope this helps serve you all. Again, I would love to hear from you with what your plans are, what your ideas are, you know, and how you're going to help hold yourself accountable and how you're actually going to achieve those things. And if anyone needs help with that, please reach out because I'm, I'm happy to, you know, just mostly spitball ideas with you and help you get to where that works. So again, hope this serves you all. Happy Thanksgiving for those who are in the U.S. and you know, if you're not, you're still moving into the holiday time. So I'd just say happy holidays. Let's, you know, let's enjoy ourselves and give ourselves 
grace and permission and freedom to really make choices that empower us rather than leave us, you know, hugging the bathroom toilet and feeling like we have to start marathon training the next day. There we go. All right. We will see you all after Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.